Other people mad about the mermaid being being black. And what's the name of uh, Ariel's sister? I go, it's Aquatica. You can't get blacker than Aquatica. <laughs> Aquatica is the blackest name ever. Yo Show. Welcome to the Yo Show. It is Michael Yo. Make sure you subscribe, you comment, you give it a thumbs up, you watch all the videos because that's how I get paid. And that's how my man Alex Gets paid. Hey guys, I need to pay the rent this month. We have to pay the rent, man. You're going to Hawaii. These prices are going crazy. I am going to Hawaii. And uh, you know what they could do to help me pay the rent? What's that? Next to the subscribe button, there's actually a little bell. Uh-huh. And you could hit the bell and then hit all. That way, when we post, they get a notification. Look at that. And when we post, you know something good, right? Exactly. All right. Uh, so... Well, I haven't done this in a while because I've been traveling. I've been touring. This week, actually, I am going to be in Chicago at the Chicago Improv. I love that club. Big shout out to Stephanie, one of the first people that put me on stage in Chicago. Have you ever been there? Uh, not that club, but that's my hometown. Chicago? Heck yeah. Oh, what part? Okay, I'm from the Burbs. The Burbs. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm one of those guys. But like, if I told you, you wouldn't know. You I'm know? gonna be in Schaumburg. You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey. So my wife, uh, she lives ten minutes away from there. Her, you know, her mom, her family. Yeah. Oh, you should tell her family to come on out. I should. I should. That would be fun. It'd be awesome, man. Yeah. It'd be awesome. So uh, Schaumburg. Schaumburg. The there. That's the bougie part of town, Michael Yo. Is it the rich part of town? It's the rich part of town. They got money. Yeah. So you better. You better. Well, that's throw good. That in there. That's good because I like to sell merch. <laughs> you know my panda merch so that means they're gonna buy a lot of stuff i love it i go there every year and they like sell i sell out and i sell all my merch and i'm excited man i'm so excited to go out there i love the people out there so uh yeah it's gonna be good if you're in chicago surrounding areas make sure you come on out and what's crazy i just did milwaukee which is like an hour and a half yeah from chicago so i had so many people that drove from Chicago. Chicago to my show. And I go, you know I'm going to be in Chicago next week. They go, yeah, but I wanted to see you with some friends out here. And I'm going back home to Chicago tonight. And I'm going to watch it with my friends over here. So it's really cool how I can see everything just building. Because, like I said, this YouTube game has changed my life. Because I've never been stopped so much. From just my from YouTube. Yeah. Just from YouTube. Because they're seeing my clips everywhere. From TikTok to YouTube to Instagram. But YouTube was the thing that started it all, man. You're talking about clips with 10, 15 million views. People are going to see it and people are going to notice you. I get stopped on planes. I get stopped in airports. More than any television thing I've done, it's YouTube. It's powerful, man. I have a friend named Jack, and he started doing the man on the street interviews. Like, going to, like how much money do you make? Like, what do you do for a living, right? And uh, he said he was at a bar, and these women walked up to him, and they were like, Oh, what do you do for a living? And he thought it was um, the podcast that we have on. We have a, a podcast on YouTube called The Ice Coffee Hour. Yes. It has like 200,000 subscribers um, or 250, whatever it is now. And they go up to him like, what do you do for a living? They're like, ha, ha, ha. And then, and then he's like, oh, you guys watch the podcast. And they're like, no, we saw your TikTok. So like social media is absolutely insane you just have to know how to work it right like you have a lot of friends that work it right and that's my thing right now it's kind of like trial and error man you it's trial learn. and error but i really i think my heart is in this i want to do a relationship podcast because i love talking to women about guy problems especially let's talk adam levine have you heard this story? oh my gosh the memes that have come out of that are absolutely hilarious it's great man it's great it's you know, I was talking to my wife about this because uh, I've been—I don't know Adam, but I've interviewed him several times. I was 
right there at the beginning of Maroon 5 because I remember I was one of the first radio stations. I was a music director at Y100 in Miami. And we were one of the first radio stations to play Maroon 5. So that's where I got to really know the guys. Big shout outs to James Valentine. He's such a cool dude. But anyway, I was asking my, you know, me and my wife, of course, when you're in a, when you're part of a marriage or you're with somebody, you talk about, I mean, the story's everywhere. And I think the thing that blows people away when I talk, just the entitlement he had, thinking he could just reach out to women and they weren't going to say anything because he was Adam Levine. Or the other thing is he really doesn't care what Bahati thinks. Yeah. I think that it also, it's a very complicated situation because I saw some people mention like, Oh, well, like if he's cheating on his wife, like the girl also knows that. So it's like, they're kind of both. Okay. So, so, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, but you finish your statement. The problem with that is he was like, doing this thing where he's saying like, oh, I'm going to divorce my wife and I'm going to run away with you. But he did that to multiple people. So so now he's kind of like manipulating each. I don't know if I should say manipulating, but no, he is manipulating yeah. the situation in each of the separate girls. Yeah. Well, here's here's what's interesting to me is I heard this discussion where they say some people are blaming Adam Levine. A lot of people are blaming Adam Levine, but some people are blaming the women because they knew he was married and they didn't know he wasn't happy, but they knew he was married, yeah. right? So my thing is how we're on the fence where I stand on this is it's the women's fault 10%, but, or maybe even less, maybe not even, this dude's married and he's the only one committed, not yeah. these women. So these women can say, I get hit on all the time at comedy clubs. All the and they time. probably know you're married. And my whole stand-up act is about my family. Oh, yeah, family. yeah, you have a whole Like, they'll listen to my wife. whole stand-up act about me being married, my kids, my parents, everything. And then they'll come up to me after the show and sometimes be like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, yo, I'm going to my room to talk to my wife on, <laughs> on Facebook. I mean, on uh, FaceTime. FaceTime. So I know how it can happen, but it's the dude's fault. 100%. If you're married, but if you're married... In a relationship, I don't care who hits on you. It's your fault if you cheat. And you got to own up to that. Yeah. You know, you got to own up to it. So this is where I stand on the Adam Levine thing. But also, it's a little bit different because I think if it was like a one girl and she knows he's married or whatever, and it's just like a, you know, thing, I think maybe she would carry a little bit more of it. Not as much as Adam. Wait, why, what? but every one of these girls start... Yeah, they so that's what thing. I was going to say. Yeah. So because it happened with multiple women, because imagine if it's just one woman, right? Okay. And Adam's telling her, you know, no, you know, I really love you and I'm going through with my wife. I'm going to get divorced. You know, in her mind, she might justify like, oh, yeah, no, he loves me. He's, you know, he's not going to be with his wife. Wait, but because he's doing it to multiple wait, women. Wait, so you're, it's okay for one and multiple it's not? No, no, no. It's, to me, it holds the same weight, one or like 20. Um, For who? For the women or for Adam? For Adam. Oh, no, yeah, no. It's the same weight for Adam. I'm saying for the women. If it was one woman, I feel like she would have a little bit less of the blame at like almost oh, entirely yeah. because she's being, you know, like she's being told like, no, I'm going to leave my wife. I, I want to be with you. But now that he's doing it to multiple women, he's just manipulating it. None of the women. Well, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I have a friend, a female friend. She's attractive. And I remember... It's either right before, I want to say it's when Bahati was pregnant 
And I saw the text. She don't, showed me the text. Don't say it. Don't say she it. She showed me the text. And he was hitting on her. No. And I was like, yo, he's about to have a baby with this person. And I go, he's trash. I said that. I said, that is garbage right there. And she was kind of like, oh, this is so cool. He did. Go, no. no. <laughs> I go, no. That's absolutely horrible. He's about to have a baby with this woman. And, he's like, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And I go, and... It was, but I saw in her mindset, like, oh, this is a cool thing that he's reaching out to me because he's a superstar. She got caught up with the, she had the glasses on. That's she how had, it all happened. That's how it happens, man. And I saw it real life and I was like, she would never come out. I know my friend would never come out. And I, I wouldn't even say, for, she, we're mutual acquaintances, but she would never come out and say it. But it happened. I saw the text. I literally, she showed me the phone. And it, and I will say this, it was the intro. It was more of the, hey, it was good meeting you, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, hey, nothing too but crazy. But you can't get into it. Right but if you're, if you're Adam Levine, why are you even doing that? Yeah, there's no need. You know, you there got Bahati at home, or however you say her name. Yeah, I, I just think- Isn't she like a Victoria's Secret angel or something like that? Yes, but that doesn't matter because this, and I tell everybody this that gets married, looks are one thing, but you gotta live with them. Oh, yeah. Look oh, at yeah. Tom Brady and Giselle. Like Giselle was one is one of the most beautiful women in the world, but they're having problems, yeah. you know. And that one, I think Tom wouldn't retire. She wants to get back. She wants her career back. She sacrificed 15, 20 years. I don't know how long. This is me making this up, but in me looking from this far away, it looks like she just wants her life back. And she sacrificed, and she thought he was going to retire so she could start doing her thing. And I'm sure Tom was at home with the kids and was like, fuck this. Yeah, you know, I, I can't handle this. I'm going to go. It's that I tell I'm going to go throw a football. I'm going to go throw a football and get chased by grown men <laughs> instead of being at home with my family. That's that's what you really got to think about. Tom was retired. Rich has all the money in the world. And he was like, I'm going to play football, get chased by grown men, get pounded into the ground. That is better than staying at home with my family. I think at, at some point you got to call it, man. When you've made so much money that you don't know what to do with, you got to call it. But I also believe this because I have friends with a lot of money. It's just like you. It's not even about money. Once you get that much money, then it's not about money no, anymore. No, but he could go do something else. But it's but but you're not. Nobody's going to cheer you like that. Nobody. It's an ego thing. Oh, now. You know man. he still can play. Don't get me wrong. He's still one of the greatest quarterbacks, and he can play for any football team. But what I'm saying is. I have plenty of friends, and even at a lower level in college, when I couldn't play football anymore, it takes a couple of years to adjust to that because your whole life is based on people cheering you, and you're yeah. a god. I have it. friends like that too. Now that I think about it, yeah, like, uh, it's kind of like uh, I don't know if you've seen on TikTok. There's like a whole thing. They're like, uh, "What did you do that becomes your personality for like the rest of your life?" And there's some people who like that's like their whole. I hate to say it, but like that was their whole personality. Well. Here's one statement, you know, if you ever see, have you seen this on TikTok? Just know I haven't seen it on TikTok. I am not a TikTok person. I don't see anything on TikTok. Man, okay, what, if, well, if you, what, what is it? Well, let me tell you, I don't look at anything. So if it gets to you, like it's- Oh, it's, it's big. If it gets to me, because what I do, let me, and this- Does your sense. wife feed it to you? Yes, sometimes she'll give me stories. I mean, I'll watch the okay, news, yeah. but I'm the type of person- that will only look at my feed and occasionally look at other people's. Because this is what I'm trying to process is I don't want to look at people's lives when my life is right in front of me. 
Does that make sense? Like I'm hanging with my family. I see I see people looking at other people's families on Instagram, but their family is right in front of them. I don't want to be that. So what I do is I look at my own feeds. Like how much did my special go up? Did I get any followers? How many people like this? I look at that, but I hardly ever, unless I really know them or it pops, it just pops up when I open my phone. I hardly ever look at people's feeds. Like I really don't know what people are doing. And it's such a thing today when, you know, it's kind of like people go, oh, so, you know, on Instagram, did you see what I did on it? Oh, right, no. But it's so normal, though, a lot of people do see what people do on Instagram. Yeah. So now it's a thing where, oh, well, no, I didn't see it because I don't really look at it. But I post, I, have, I post a lot. I read a lot of my comments and things like that. But I don't, I don't look at other people's things because I'm not trying to find what song is hot on TikTok and do a video to it. I'm not to that level yet, and I don't have that much time. So you'd be surprised about my TikTok algorithm, then. Yeah. Because my TikTok algorithm, obviously, it's a lot of the trends, which yeah. I like to keep up with. Um, but I watch a lot of documentaries and educational content. Uh -huh. So for me, it's like DIY, like oh yeah, like how to do that. Like I'm into all that stuff. So it's all DIY, um, just experiments, like science experiments. It's like uh, YouTube, like there's a strategists that i follow that so but everybody's feed is different yeah and uh i know exactly what you're talking about because i i followed this one mom who had her kid her kid was so cute and i i you know what now that i think about it i'm like i didn't get anything from that no nothing no no it's it's like i understand if you're watching something for educational purposes but i'll see People like even I get caught. I'll see people's families. Oh, I'm watching their family and my family's right in front of me. I'm like, so I'm trying to cut all that out. And I tell you with the new Apple update of iOS, what I love is let me tell you, like, I know I got an email that just came in. Yeah. Because all I care about is email and text. Oh, now, did you select what goes through? So you can select what goes through. So what's great about this? What's great about this is... I used to fall into the rabbit hole because you're always checking your, you always used to have to open your phone and see. Cause it could be important. Cause it could, it could be could important. It could be my, my house alarm. But, it could be, yeah. But you would open your phone and might not have an email. Yeah. But then you fall into, well, since it's open, let me look into Instagram. Let me look into this. Yeah. Now with my text and uh, email just popping up on the home screen where you don't even have to open it up, I can open the email and then I shut it off. I, the first week that iOS update came out, my screen time went down 40%. No way. It went down 40%. You tracked it. Yeah, well, it, oh, your yeah, phone it tracks it under you. So yeah. I, it, it told me at the end of the week, you, you went down 40%. And I go, that's because I'm not going into my Instagram and all that. Because the only reason I went to it, because I had to open my phone to see. Now with an email, you just click it and it pops open. And you can read it. That's smart. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. In my life, in my life, I mean, it's just a week, but... Like I, now I find myself having to find my phone yeah. rather than it always being on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a new topic for you too. Yeah. I've seen this resurgence on Netflix and, and, and it's all over the news. It's all over yep. YouTube about people making these documentaries on serial killers because right now there's something going viral about uh, <sighs> Jeffrey Dahmer. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, and people are having like the debate of like, do we make these videos? Because people, for regardless of what you think people are Do watching we make it. these documentaries is that what, or video what you said I, videos what are they doing with i guess it's a little bit of both because uh, i guess that one's not necessarily a documentary because it's like a it's a 
they're not necessarily showing it in a documentary style, but they have like an actor and they're like, Oh yeah. They're reenacting. Yeah. But regardless of what you think, people are watching it. It's the number one show on Netflix. Yeah. So do we continue? Because at the end of the day, these people wanted to be known. So it's like, do we continue making these videos? Well, here's putting the thing. their name out there. Yes, I and let me tell you why. There's a big movement, and l- l- first of all, like if you've been affected by Jeffrey Dahmer, I, this is, has nothing to do with that. This is about history to me. For some reason, there's this big movement that people want to erase history if it doesn't make them feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we want to erase it, like this whole CRT thing, critical race theory. Which is all that is, is, is history of ethnic people. You want to erase that because it makes some people feel bad? Like, this is really going on. This is really tough. And now Jeffrey Dahmer, horrible what he did. Terrible. But you should also know about it, too, if you want to. Like me, I have no desire to watch that. Yeah. You know, what I'm watching on Netflix is the bling ring. All these girls that this little social ring that's broken into like Paris Hilton's house and all these houses. Like that's what I'm watching because I was in that world at that time. And I'm in the movie with Emma Watson. Yeah. The bling ring. So I wanted to see how it actually all went down and I knew a lot of people in it. That's the only reason I'm watching okay. it. But Jeffrey Dahmer, there's nothing but ne- for me, this is just me. There's nothing but negative energy I'm gonna get from that. Yeah. And I don't need it. I don't need it for me. I don't yeah. need it. I'd rather watch, uh, even if, because even when you look at history, it's a lot of negative energy, especially about people of color. Yeah. You know, slaves, it's this, it's that. It's that. So it's a lot of negative energy, but I want to know about that because I feel, even though Jeffrey Dahmer is history, like I'd rather know, I, I don't know, my mind's at, I want to know how the government worked back then. I wanted to know how the mindset of people were where they could own people and it's okay. But then again, you could reverse that and say, well, if you love Jeffrey, I want to know that mindset. Like why a guy could just eat people. Isn't he the guy that ate people? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. So, I mean, if you watch, I, I hold nothing against you. Like I don't want to watch, I'm not into serial killers, but then I have kids too. So I that after I had kids, man, it all changed. Like I don't like violent content anymore. You know what I mean? I don't have kids, but first of all, just to make yeah. that clear, but I can't watch like a like a UFC fight. Oh, it's see, too that I love. Are you kidding I me? Love. You're telling me over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, after I had kids, it all changed, man. I don't like violence. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you why. You I seen like, how those guys walk out of that octagon, let man? Me, let me tell you. I didn't used to like it till about oh. six months ago. Let me tell you what changed is it's beautiful now to me because I love. I, I, I'm going to try to justify it like that. What's great about stand-up is you're alone on stage and what you do is all on you. You don't have a backup band. Like stand-up is way harder than any other profession. Any other, you're alone. And if it goes great, it's you. If you bomb, it's you. There's not a band that you can rely on or anything like that. What's great about UFC, it's, it's the cleanest form of oh, competition. This is what I hear everybody it's say. It's the cleanest form. They're stripped down and just freaking undies <laughs> fighting in hand-to-hand combat. Oh and most of the time, whoever went, it's beautiful after because they like embrace each other. It's like the ultimate form of competition. Mano a mano, man on man, no guns. This is 
Like if the world just handles situations like that. But okay, but what if instead of like UFC where they're just violently pulling at each other's limbs and doing whatever. It's not. See, it's it's an art form though, man. It's really art. Like if you really dissect what they're doing and the locks they're putting people in and how they're moving their body. Like I can watch it's, boxing. It's crazy. What about boxing? Boxing's the same thing. It's a skill. Yeah. It's a skill. But, they're both skills. If you can watch a man getting punched in the face with gloves, you can watch a man getting submitted. I don't know, man. I feel like getting a man punched in the or watching a man get punched in the face with gloves is a little different than uh, watching somebody like I don't know kicking their leg, freaking dislocates half. Like you know, dude. It's most of the people on knockouts. It's a punch to the face. I mean, a lot of people get uh, submission. Do you let your kids watch it? No. Oh. no. But my kid is five and two. Oh, yeah, I guess. But my be. son does take Kung Fu. What if when he was like, uh, you know, maybe like 12? Sure. Like, okay. I mean, ho- my thing is I want to send them to a UFC tiny tot class. I got, because it's just what I love about sports, any sport, whether it's Kung what it does is your kids listen to other people a lot better than they listen to you at that okay. age. So if a coach says, stand up straight and listen, you're you're they're learning that because they them. don't hear them all the time you know that's like, right like their that's father right. or their mother so and it's also gives them confidence like if you can start your kid there's this thing in las vegas called tiny tots or tiny warriors or something like that now they don't fight hardcore but they're just kind of like they're exercising ex- it's exercise yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i got my son in kung fu he loves like he's getting ready to play hockey so he's learning how to skate he he likes swimming. So I do what he wants to do. You know, he loves golf. Sometimes he hits some balls. So he's all over the place right now. So, yeah. I but I love it. I, I love can't it. watch it. I no, but Jeffrey Dahmer, going back to that documentary, it's crazy. I wouldn't watch it. But, you know, that's just me. That's just me. I do want to talk about the Black Mermaid. Now, this is What's big. What's this? Okay. Okay. So you haven't heard Disney's coming out with a live action. You know, the mermaid is uh, Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Little mermaid. Yeah. White, red hair. Well, now the girl in the live action is black. So a lot of, well, a certain part, a certain, uh, I don't want to say small, there's a group of white people that really hate that they changed the color of the mermaid and they're complaining about it, that it's black. Even though the mermaid's not real, (laughs) it's a It's a mermaid, you know? And, but people get upset because they're going, all the pressure from uh, you know all the pressure today is to have everything a color uh, change the color of the mermaid, right? So my thing to that is, I don't know the exact word they're using for it, but basically it comes down to because the only reason the mermaid is black is because society puts pressure on Disney and all these companies now to use to ethnic. Be more to diverse. be more diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they want to be more diverse, right? But my thing is, why do you think all these Disney characters at the beginning are white? Because well, there was no diversity. It wasn't no diversity, but also there was pressure to keep them white because those were the people, like they would never put a black character back then because oh, the white people know. would revolt and not go see it because they were freaking hanging people back then. Yeah. And they were freaking like treat just throwing out the n-word to black people right in front of their face so of course so by the pressure and they didn't want to either but the pressure of society at that time you would not put a black if you want to be a successful if you want to have a sex you think if mermaid was whenever it came out when did it 
when did the little mermaid come out so it came out at, well it's not that far back it came out in 1989 but still okay but still, but the still time there was, was definitely different. discrimination. At there was definitely so that's thirty years ago, right? Yeah. You think if the Little Mermaid in 1989 was black, it would have did those box office Hell numbers? No. No. So they fell to the pressure of we need to make this girl white, just like all the other ones that worked. Plus, why does it matter? It doesn't. It's a freaking. You know what? On stage last night, I go on stage. I go, oh, a lot of a lot of people mad about the mermaid being being black. And I go, what's the name of the mermaid? And this white lady raised her hand and went, Ariel, right? I go, and what's the name of uh, Ariel's sister? She goes, I don't know. I go, it's Aquatica. You can't get blacker than Aquatica. <laughs> Aquatica is the blackest name ever. The only thing blacker than Aquatica is <laughs> Ursula. I mean, come on now. Come on now. You can't tell me that's not a black mermaid. Everybody lost oh their Oh, my God. God, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, I haven't. That and, was good. And that will be the clip for this show. That was, yeah. <laughs> we have just found the clip for this show to tease this show. Yeah, you're basically telling everybody why the little, why the, the mermaid is black. Yes, yeah. yes. So, the I mean. The whole family's black. I mean, the whole family's black. I mean, you just go down the line. I mean, so Aquatica. Well, how do you feel about the, the, the reversal? Like, what? Um, for example, I, I saw now this i didn't know that that's why these tiktoks were coming out but now it makes sense yeah i saw people photoshopping tiana from um the princess and the frog to be white and if you don't know who tiana is she's a princess but she's based in like think new of orleans. like new orleans yeah very cajun whatever i don't know yeah. how to explain it yeah yeah but, but that whole culture is black. black i mean you're talking see see they're 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 pretending like a made-up world it's oh that like, there's culture there's culture yeah. in the, a made-up world that's underground with a mermaid well, for that's people not who don't exist for uh, people that don't uh, exist creatures who don't exist creatures like, yeah. that don't exist this it's a culture you know it's it's louisiana it's southern it's, it's like if they made cocoa white you know what I mean? Yeah, they could do it, but it's not. It's about the Latino culture. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like making uh, Moana white. You know, no, it's she about, should be Polynesian. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It's about it's about the culture. A mermaid. There's no culture in a mermaid. Yeah. And when people say you're that, you're pissing everybody off right now because they're gonna be like, "What culture do white people have? Look at Cinderella." <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, I mean, look, look. When you try to compare. A mermaid that lives underground as a if you're trying to say that's a culture then that just shows you where your head is at yeah. now coco if she was white well then a white girl would lead a show about an all latino culture <laughs> and that just doesn't look right you know what i mean it, it it just doesn't you know like if you did moana and she was white it's the polynesian culture yeah why would a white right. person be leading that would a mermaid who cares who leads? It's not a white culture. Like a mermaid is not white culture. Now, if they said, if the, I, I don't, what, what's, I mean, pretty, what's white culture? What's really white? So that's, that's what I was asking. Like, I'm like, well, then what's white culture? Like, what's the one character? Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something real. If there, and my dad agrees with me on this, if there was a baseball team, they made a movie about a baseball team uh, a National League baseball team before the time Jackie Robinson came in and there was a bunch of ethnic people on it, 
I would have a problem with that because that doesn't represent it's the not real. accurate. It's not yeah. accurate, you know? So when it's real, I think it needs to be, but when it's a, a cartoon, but you also got to see the angle of the cartoon. If it's cultural, like if Princess and the Frog was about not New Orleans, if it was just in any place that didn't have the culture of soul and Louisiana and Bourbon Street and all that stuff, if it didn't have that culture, it was if it was just about a princess that kissed the frog. It could be it, any race. I don't care what yeah. color it is. I don't care. If it was just set in a random place that they made up like uh, Yeovil, you know, and like it could be any color. I wouldn't care. I would not care. But since it's about Louisiana, since it's about that culture, since it's about Cajun, you got to go with that color. I agree. You know, so I mean, this whole discussion, but like it, it just shows you here's the thing that's happening right now. People just want to find something to complain about. Always. Like my thing, all the stuff I've commented on is people just screwing up or they just want to complain about something. And I'm like, yo, why are we complaining about a mermaid? Adam Levine, you're so entitled. You thought you were going to get away with this? This is ridiculous, you know? And next, I want to talk about my HOA. Now, I'm complaining now. You know you know what? Something about, about this place that's funny to me? What? This Because I have friends who live here. Our my, community. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, my community. Michael Yo didn't tell me this, but I have friends who live here. What? What happened? This is an HOA yeah. inside of an HOA. How does that make any know, sense? But it's not that much compared to the overall. Yeah, but like, st I don't even know how that works, bro. How does that happen? I don't. I don't. Who let that happen? I, it's a because I think where we live, the city is an HOA. That's and, what it sounds like, right? And then yeah. the community is an HOA. Yeah, I, but I here's know. one one HOA is I think there's a certain price that you can pay up front, and then that one's done. And then the other one is monthly. Gotcha. Okay. So basically, the city's like, you moved in, give us X number of dollars. I think it's like $6,000. Man, so it sounds like a shakedown to me. It does, right? Yeah. It's a total shakedown. But so you got a problem with them. So my HOA. Yeah. What I, I got two problems. I've been trying to get my backyard approved. And this is a very simple backyard. It's going to be turf, some rocks, and a couple, couple plants, right? Taking weeks to get the, like, I've been ready to go. We, we're on a month now, right? And then they finally email me back and they go, well, you know, everything looks good, blah, blah, blah. But we have to wait for the master to approve. I was like, in my mind, I'm like- Wait, a master for plants? No, a master. The person that, so they approved it, but now they have to wait for them. They call them the master. The master has to approve the plan. And I go, the, what? what? Is, did we just go backwards in time? They were like, Michael, you, I got the you, email. Yeah. I got the email. The email says, okay, now we're waiting on the master. Speaking about that real quick. I'm like, are what, you serious? What do you think of like real estate agents no longer using the term master bedroom? I don't care about that. Primary bedroom. I don't care bedroom. about okay. that. I just, and master is one of the reasons why my red flags went out. But the other thing is I have to wait on one dude to just be like, oh, yeah, my fine. team already said, yeah, yeah, well, hold on. I got to say, yeah. Yes. I have a problem with that guy. It's like, like you're controlling my backyard. Like, this is how ridiculous this is. Like, I live, a, my backyard's a mountain. Nobody's even looking in my backyard. You can't even see your But backyard. I got to wait for a master, a master <gasps> to approve my backyard. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I, 
Like, in the way they wrote it was like, oh, we approved man. it. And it was so like, we approved it, but we got to wait for the master to approve it too. I was like, oh, uh, wow. So See, I thought it would go to a committee. No, the committee approved it. Now it has to go to the master. I guess there's a committee that approves it. So why doesn't the master, the master just sit on the committee? No, 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 no. The master can't sit no, on the committee. No, he's too good. Yeah. The master, uh, the committee is like all the people that work in the house in the fields. You know what I mean? <laughs> So <laughs> watch the master be like a black female. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I don't care. I don't like the name. I don't care what color they are. Yeah. I hate the idea that a committee votes and they go thumbs up. And then a master has to be like, I agree with your thumbs up. It's like, screw y'all. Just approve my goddamn backyard. All right. Let me start building. Oh, I mean, champagne problems. Don't get me wrong. But they also only give you a year to do it. And we're coming up on like four months left, and I want to get it done. You know, are you going to get solar? And yeah, I do want to get solar, but I doubt it'd be this year. I'm trying to get my yeah. backyard, and then um, maybe you're not wasting enough power to need it. Yeah, no, we don't. Like, actually, for this big of a house, our electric bill last month was two hundred and seventy-seven dollars, which isn't bad at all. Okay, to put that into perspective, one of your neighbors, five hundred bucks, five fifty. Really? Yeah. Do they got kids? No, they have an aquarium. Oh, fuck. A, I mean, screw an aquarium. Man, that just drains everything. You, you gotta, and the pool. You, oh, see, that makes sense. The then. pool is the most. But what you got to do is put solar on the pool. Now, I, I'm not opposed. We don't have a pool. I heard about that. So my yeah. friend did that. So his pool just runs off of solar. So he just put basically solar panels in where the pool can run all year long. Yeah. So And that's all he And did. they just balance out, right? And they balance yeah. out. So the pool is free. You know, and it, it's a great selling point when you sell the house. It's like you don't have to pay for the pool of solar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the house, they don't use a lot of, like, it's just uh, two people, so they don't use a lot of um, energy or stuff, and they always they, they like it hotter in the house. So their electric bill is low. It was the pool that was the most money. Because yeah. the pool is probably extra 150 a, a month. Yeah, about well, yeah. a size pool around here, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's assuming that uh, you keep it kind of on. Because yeah. if you let it get cold again and then you have to reheat it. Oh, it takes to a lot To reheat more. your pool, I think it costs probably like somebody, we did the math the other day. I think it was like 80 to 100 bucks just to initially heat it up. Wow. Yeah. So it's cheaper just to keep it on. Depends how much you use it. Yeah. Because like, you know, if you're only going to use it once in a while, just pay to heat it up. But if you're going to use it. Well, yeah. here's what's interesting. In, in Las Vegas, they just made the pools smaller. Like now when they build a house, it only can be a certain size. What I remember that? in LA, they did this. Is that for water consumption? Yes. Uh -huh. But I think eventually, 10 years from now, they're not going to let people, new houses won't have pools. Why do you say that? Because water, like there's not enough water. Like that dam is going down. We're not getting in enough water. So the easy way to eliminate it is get rid of all the pools and get rid of all plants. You know, we're in the desert. Why do you even need plants? Like I don't. I think because when you go through the nice areas of town, they want to look good. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's this area, and that's fine, but you don't really need plants. You know, Las Vegas is actually very water efficient. Well, you need to tell that to Lake Mead because it's almost out. They're finding dead bodies at the bottom. Yeah, that's how low it is. You know, and it doesn't rain. It's I not don't want to name a state, but there's some certain states that are pulling a lot of water from Lake Mead. Who? Phoenix. California. Oh yeah, California. California is just horrible right now. Wow. Like I live, I it. 
I was I was driving around Las Vegas the other day, and I go in the weather. This was like six o'clock. You know, now it's getting about oh, eighty. It's, nice. it's, it's super nice. nice. And I was like, man, I love it. I never thought I would love this place this much. And I got to go to L.A. all the time to work. And I'm like, it's just I I just cringe when I land. It's just like so disgusting. <laughs> it's just disgusting, man. Oh, I have a funny story to tell you. What's that? All right. So I work with somebody else who makes videos on YouTube. Yeah. His name is Graham Stephan. I love Graham. Uh, yeah. He's my friend. He's the cheapest guy I know. Oh, yes. He, he also is. happens to be a multimillionaire. Yes. So we're going to LA for work and we're doing a video for the main channel. So, you know, it, it's a priority because it's, it, you know, it's, it, and we go and we fly in um, JSX, which if you guys don't know what JSX it's great. is, it's, it's great. great. Jet it, suite. Yeah. It's like a. You know, it's like a shared private jet between a bunch of people. Yeah, it's like 14 people, 15 people. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't bad because like a normal flight is like, you know, 50 bucks. Uh, I think we paid 250 going in per person. So not bad. So we go in. We didn't book a flight out because we didn't know when we were leaving. So we filmed this video. We look at the flights. To fly JSX, it was going to be 550 a person. Oh, my goodness. All right. Or we wait four hours at the airport and then take spirit for 113. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now spirit always cancels. That. I have no problem with spirit. No, uh, especially if it's like, especially a short flight, it, it's short flight. It's only a 40 minute flight. Yeah. Especially if, um, if it's a personal trip, but, um, considering we're on a business trip, you know, I think it's better to make sure we get in on time and, uh, uh, we don't have to worry about the luggage. You know, we're carrying camera equipment. Way better experience. Yeah. So, and we're making money. We flew out to make money. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he chose the Spirit flight. Uh. And we get no, no, no. It's not that bad. Okay. So first we get a ten minute delay. Like. Yeah. All right. But that's why I'm. Uh, I know where this is going. No, you don't know where this is going. Okay. Then we get a a forty minute delay. Who cares? We were already at the airport, right? Burbank then, or LAX. Burbank. Okay. Great. Okay. Great airport. So then we we're flying out of Burbank. We get in the air. Uh, forty minutes late, or at this point, it's almost an hour late. Um, and we're about ten minutes from landing in in Las Vegas. All right. And then the pilot comes on the intercom and he says, uh, "We're going to have to reroute to LAX because there's a sandstorm." And like we were literally like our plane was going down, like like. But then oh they pulled back up, God. and I'm just like, "Excuse me, what?" Like. Uh, anyway, we thought everybody was thought it was a joke. Like, ha ha! Like you got us. But then we feel the plane actually like start to pull up, and we're like, so now you're flying so back to LAX. Fly- no, from Burbank to LAX. So not even the place that we we flew. No, out so you flew from Burbank to almost Las Vegas, and now you're not to LAX. Back. And it, and it's um eleven thirty p.m. Oh my! We gosh. finished filming at two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to LAX and. Um, on the, on the ride, luckily he has a house there. So we went and we stayed there because when we landed, they told us Las Vegas is no longer taking flights for the night. Yeah. So we were done. We couldn't fly in. Yeah. And so we had to stay at his, his place overnight. And, um, you had to Uber there cause you don't have a car. No, luckily he had a friend pick us up. Okay, good. But good. on the flight, he's booking a JSX back and I'm like, I'm like, man, how much was the JSX back this time? Like two fifty. Okay, yeah, or maybe right. like three hundred at most. Yeah. yeah, but you you would have saved all that time. Yeah, you know how much that time is worth. Yeah, it sucks working at the airport. But you bonded. You bonded with Graham. 
I bond with him on a weekly basis. That's we true. don't need that. But anyway, moral of the story. So, yeah, what is the moral of if this? If you're making good money, you know, I'm not saying ball out, but spend a little bit just to make sure, you know. No, I got you. Yeah, that's if the If you're on a story. trip and you made money off that trip and it costs like 200 Significantly more than what mo- we were going to spend. Yeah. yeah. If it costs $200 extra. Just pay for just it. Just pay for it. No, pay I agree. For it. I agree. I'm with you, man. I'm not. I don't. And I don't like to spend money. Yeah. But I think that in that case, it's. And he's never flown Spirit before, so now he's he's very. Uh, he doesn't want to fly Spirit. Okay. So there right. you go. That's there you my, go. That's my story. All right, Chicago. I will see you this weekend. Uh, follow me at Michael Yo. Hit the subscribe button. The little bell too. Yep. Yep. Little bell. Uh, and uh, you can follow Alex. Yep, Instagram. Instagram. Just search me out. Search, search it. It'll be in the description. We'll make it happen. Thanks for joining your show. Later.